Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. The SND Podcast channel could be listened to on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, SNDblog.com. We could also be found on all of the social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget, since you love our show so much, make sure to rate, review, and of course, share with all your family and friends. My name is Brian Pillman Jr., and you're listening to Jay's Week in Wrestling Podcast. You think you know me? It is so good to hear that song again, especially now. It's going to be weekly considering Edge is your Royal Rumble winner and will be main eventing WrestleMania. So we'll be seeing a lot of that dude hanging around. Um, I think he'll be a, uh, you know, not your normal part-timer considering, you know, he's main eventing this show. But we'll get into that in a little bit. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to this edition of the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Jay, back at you, bringing you all the hits and misses when it comes to professional wrestling. This is episode number 53, and this is your Royal Rumble review, as Royal Rumble is almost a week in the books, and it leads into WrestleMania season, which is always a fun time because that's when WWE actually gives a shit. <laughs> so with that being said, um, like I said, there's episode 53, and I have a very, very special guest on. It is someone that when you hear his voice, you will know probably exactly who it is. If you've been following me or this particular crew for the past few years, which if you are a loyal fan, thank you very much. But with that being said, my podcasting tag team championship partner is back on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, from the clean finish days, I present to you Izzy Israel. What up, brother? How you doing? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, man? <laughs> I was like super professional, man. <laughs> you like that, right? I'm I'm getting better. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting there, bro. Like I, yeah, I sound like I've been yeah. doing this for a while. <laughs> yeah, you sound like Bob Costas, bro. <laughs> oh man. <That> good. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and that was right off the dome. I didn't even practice. That was right off the top, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So it it's always good having you on, bro. Um, you know. The clean finish was dope. I wish, you know, that could have kept going. But, you know, you're you're looking to get back into the podcast game, right? Yeah, we can we can start. I just have to like really invest in time to to watch wrestling. That's the thing. It's like It's so tough. It is tough. Me. <laughs> it's uh, uh, back then it was like uh, I was getting back into it and we've been watching it since we were kids, so it was fun and but I have to find something that's going to get me there every week. Yeah. It was a little tough. Yeah, yeah, but. I could see that. But, however, you did watch the Royal Rumble this past Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I know 
as far as I can speak for you also, because you've mentioned this before, that the Rumble is probably your favorite WWE pay-per-view. Oh, for sure. It's the All-Star game. It's, that's a holiday. That's that's something on the calendar. It doesn't matter if I didn't watch wrestling all year. I'm watching the Rumble and I'm watching WrestleMania. But I look forward to the Rumble more than anything. It's Absolutely. You know, it's because it, the 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 surprises, the surprise entrance, maybe a a re debut of a superstar, and we've had a couple of those this year, and um, right. also maybe a debuting star from a different company, a la AJ right. Styles in twenty sixteen. You never know what's going to happen. Some rumbles have been duds, sure. <laughs> where you have sure. your like road dogs and Bubba Ray Dudley's, yeah, but then yeah. you'll have. Like I said, your AJ Styles and and this year we had a couple of surprises and stuff, but we'll get into the rumble in a little bit. Now, to start off, I mean, in professional wrestling, as fans, we are used to these multiple times a year, and you know we had a professional wrestling death this past week with the death death of the natural Butch Reed. Now, as far as we go, we're in our thirties, so. The heyday of Butch Reed isn't exactly something we quite remember seeing live. So that's our dad's era. Exactly. That's like our father's time and stuff like that. However, we do know who Butch Reed is as hardcore fans. And, um, you know, he died at 66 years old, which kind of, you know, is not old still, but it's not what we're used to in terms of guys dying young, let's say in their late 30s, early 40s. Um, so you can kind of go along the route of natural causes at that age. You know, you're close to 70, but I mean, I didn't really do research on how he passed away. I just found out yesterday, but as far as what we remember, and and I'm sure you'll probably say the same answer as me, but what I remember of most about Butch Reed is the team of doom with him and Ron Simmons. Yeah. I'm growing up. My dad, I mean, all you saw was Legion of Doom, Legion of Doom, Road Warriors, Road Warriors. And my dad was like, listen, there's a tag team that was just as good, but they were black guys, and they were intimidating as hell, and they had these black masks, and I was like, what the hell is this? Like, And they were scary. <laughs> like, they, they were menacing, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, obviously, Ron Simmons went on to be a Hall of Famer, and, you know, just, I don't know what Butch Reed's career was after Doom, but um, Doom itself was, I mean, they're slept on, you know? A lot of people don't, I think Teddy Long was their manager, yes. if I'm, if I'm yes. correct. Teddy Long, so, the, which at the time, uh, everybody knows uh, Charles Wright as the godfather. But at the time when uh, when uh, Teddy Long was a manager, he was known as the godfather of managers. So okay. he he was the godfather of Ron, uh, Ted, Theodore Long. Let me rephrase at the time. <laughs> the godfather <laughs> Theodore R. Long presents the team of doom of Ron Simmons and Butch Reed. Now, I have old cassette tapes of of obviously you know wwf back in the day and i came across you know butch reed was a star before wcw he was actually in the wwe and he was managed by the doctor of style slick at the time and uh he was in you know mid card you know intercontinental title range he was in the the tournament to crown a new wwe champion at wrestlemania 4 took on randy savage in a losing effort but, um, you know, Butch Reed was a big star, like, in the UWF and USWA later on. And, and I got his Wikipedia up, and he actually wrestled all the way. He took some breaks, but he actually, his last match was in 2013. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of these yeah. guys, they make their money on the independent scene, you know, as they yeah, get older yeah. and stuff. But, an autograph. Yeah. So, you know, but obviously his heyday was, you know, late 70s into the mid to late 80s and stuff. But... 
you know, like you said, what he did after Doom, I really don't know either. <laughs> Besides what I see here, you know, obviously, you know, all over the independent scene and stuff like that. But however, still a loss is a loss. And, you know, rest in peace to Butch Reed, you know, another member of the wrestling faculty that has gone down to the mm-hmm, next mm-hmm. adventure in, in the afterlife. <laughs> so rest in yeah, peace man. to Butch Reed, Hacksaw Butch Reed, Natural Butch Reed, rest in peace. Now to another guy who passed away about, well, in, in 2000, so 21 years ago. Um, they uh, released a documentary on the WWE's Icon series that they've done for a lot of people. And this one was on Yokozuna. Now, I didn't know about this documentary until I literally went on the network and ran into it. And I, I had told you about it and other people to watch it. Now, we watched it. It was about a good 45 minutes to an hour. Very well done. Um, they had a lot of guys Yeah, WWE. There. Listen, man, I don't, I'm not an avid wrestling, like live wrestling, raw Monday, but I'll be on the network all damn day watching their documentaries. They have better documentaries than Netflix, man. Like, Yo. they, <laughs> they just do documentaries the right way. They don't, they don't miss. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Their documentaries have been top notch. And, and with the network, obviously, you know, they, I mean, I'm pretty sure they try to sell these things on blu-ray still and stuff like that you'll see them hanging around walmart or target or whatever and i'm like i got the network i don't need to buy that shit no more um but (laughs) but these are like the documentaries that they used to sell on dvd back in the day but now Mm -hmm. they're all over the network in these and these icon series and stuff like that now is was there anything in this documentary that you didn't know about uh yokozuna that you found out about i was surprised i thought he died like late 90s i didn't know he was alive till 2000 um, I thought he passed away earlier for some reason. And the Hogan, the Hogan situation. That was I like Hogan with with the rest was it WrestleMania Your favorite, WrestleMania Jesus. nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the best WrestleMania of all time. Jesus Palace. I didn't know that was like a day of spur of the moment decision, yeah. Know, situation. That was like just Hogan man, he, he, Yo, he he, yeah. a history of his, being a moron. Politics you know? <laughs> is politics, bro. Yeah, it's always man. funny when uh I think it was Bret Hart's Hall of Fame speech. He was talking about this um this incident that happened on a bar where the Legion of Doom were like uh gonna do their their finish on Vince inside of a inside of a bar. And then um Bret Hart was like, you know, that Hulk Hogan, he could always stir up shit. <laughs> like <laughs> Bro, so he said he is. was stirring up the Legion of Doom and telling them, like, uh, "Mind your business." Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you have nothing to do with Bret Hart right now. And, exactly. And leave this shit alone. He was bro. on his way out. He had no business being being there. That's so stupid. You and know? then Vince just said, "All right, whatever." And whatever this was skinny whatever Hogan want. too. Like, yeah, he was like shit. Yeah, he, he wasn't, wasn't even jacked. No, you know? like, I don't. Honestly, at that point, I don't think he he would have been able to lift Yoko back then. No, no, hell no. You know, that like would have been terrible. Maybe. Eight, the Hogan that lifted Andre, maybe, but maybe, but not that Hogan in '93. He was all of. I won't be surprised if Hogan was about 260 back then, 275 yeah, around that mark. Tiny. He was he, tiny. He was definitely skinnier, thinner so back small, then. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. But you know, they were trying to push Yoko. They were trying to you know make a big star out of him. You know, you beat the biggest star in the company at the time, which is Brett. And then you just two seconds later hand it off to Hogan. Makes no I, sense. I don't get it's it. So bad. Which puts a cap on the wackest WrestleMania of all time. <laughs> oh, the worst. The worst. The if, worst. If that match the, saved it, that ruined it. Last year, 
in the performance center was better than <laughs> and I'm not <laughs> I'm being serious with the no fans nothing yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that shit is all time just bad Wrestlemania and and you know they they gave the history of of where he started him being just he was just going to be one of the head shrinkers one thing I didn't know was I knew they were going to push him as like maybe the the bodyguard of the head shrinkers back then before right, the big, the, before you know, the, the transition big, the big but I didn't know he was going to be one of the guys and that right. kind of made a made room for Rikishi to come in which I didn't mm-hmm. know about I thought Rikishi was just one of the main guys because they were the Samoan SWAT team in WCW before coming in as the head shrinkers. So that was the team. I didn't know Coquina Maximus or whatever his name was back then was going to be like, yeah, like the face of the head shrinkers because they had mentioned in a match with them, oh, they got a third guy and this guy's about a 450, almost 500 pounds. And I was like, oh, all Right. right. But apparently they had another vision for him. And I didn't know Sergeant Slaughter created that vision. <laughs> Me neither. I was like, really? Sergeant Slaughter created Yokozuna. Okay, cool. <laughs> Make him a sumo guy. You know? <laughs> the way he said it. Who's genius, though? You got a Samoan, you know? like Yeah. And at the time, when we're young, we're not going to know he's not Japanese. No, you think he's Japanese. It's true. He's exactly. a Japanese dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and putting him with Mr. Fuji, and they even said it themselves that Fuji really didn't bring much to the table back then. He was old and stuff like that. He really yeah. But you know, he took care of he took care of uh, of Yoko back then, Yoko. or uh, Rodney, which is his real name. Rodney Anawahi is a part of that Samoan tribe, that crew. Um, yeah, but, it's just yeah. Unfortunate, man. The dude, you know, they tried to, to, to what well, they had him in like a rehab for. I guess he wasn't a drug addict. He was just no. addicted to food. Addicted to food, um, exactly. They put him in like a wellness center and he was like, you know, no, I'll, I'll do it on my own. And he just ballooned up. Yeah. Like crazy. crazy. I'd say similar, similar to Big Pun. And I think they died around the same year. Yeah. If you want to correlate it to hip hop, Big Pun. Young. Stupid young. Yeah. Yeah, Big Pun was about a good six or close to that range, right? Hundred pounds or something like that. Oh, he was six, like six plus. Yeah, yeah. And I think Yoko at his heaviest they said was about seven hundred. I was like, damn, crazy, and still wrestling. And to think, well, and and I told this to my wife because because she was watching it with me sitting on the couch. I was like, you know, the thing that made that dude famous is what killed him his 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 weight. His weight. You know? It's true. He wouldn't have had a career if he was a small. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, think if he would have obviously been in the three fifty range, yeah, because obviously he was a tall guy. If he would have stood Rikishi range, yeah, he would have been fine. Been I think he would have been good. You yes, know? yeah, maybe four hundred pound mark. Because uh, even at yeah. five fifty, which is what his prime was, he was moving Great. around. He was running, yeah, super absurd, athletic. You know, super yeah, athletic like, guy. And then in his era, you had these fat fucks like. Bastion Booger, who couldn't barely lift his arm. Exactly. And then you see Yokozuna doing all types of shit, running ropes, you know, and, and Undertaker said, you know, you got to book me with this dude. Yes. Because people knew, he's, you know, put a big dude like that against big on big matches usually are miserable, but I don't, I can't recall <laughs> Taker and, and Yoko having a bad match. No, they always, so. they always hit it out the park. And Taker has had some doozies with some whack dudes, oh bro. Yeah. Giant yeah. Gonzalez yeah. in particular at that WrestleMania was Ugh, horrible. Disgusting. Disgusting. Honestly, it I don't even know the finish. Show. Like, yeah, it no, ended no. in a DQ. It was so weird. It was bad. Dude, it was such a bad booked, match. 
Taker with some shitty, you know, <laughs> they didn't help Taker <laughs> at all for a lot of that at all. Great colleagues, your your, you know, your, you know he. Disgusting. I mean, I I wouldn't put Sid or or Nash in that column because they could actually work. But um, those matches were shit. They were. They were. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had like what Mania thirteen, I think. Sid and, and Taker Sid. did, yeah, yeah. And in that same horrible. Mania, you had Brett and Austin. So right it's like, so yeah, it didn't matter what they did. That 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 um last match, that was it. I quit match. Yeah, if that I quit match was for the title, oh man, oh my that, god, that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, have Bret Hart do that double turn at the end of the night. The whole crowd left like, what the hell? Like you know, yeah. But well, they they had that and then Yoko, yeah, I mean, what and and Sucks. apparently he was the first one in that family to win a win a championship. Yeah, you know, heavyweight title, right? Yeah, like, that could be the man. And then f- after him, it was all the way down to the Rock. So you know, not a lot of those guys. A huge, a huge family. I feel like there's an a, there's an, an Anuahi in every company in the freaking planet right now. You know what I mean? Um, all right. So, question. Yeah. Are they the most significant family in the history of wrestling, aside from the McMahons? Obviously, they they run wrestling. I'm talking about as far as wrestling families are concerned. Who has a better roster? It has to be them, like I, that. Okay, like if so, you're drafting a family draft and you're yeah. just using guys who were legacy, they call them legacy. Yeah, you've got the Rock, you've got Yoko, you got Roman, you got the Usos, you yep. got the, like it's you got Rikishi, you got a whole ridiculous. bunch of them. yeah, it's ridiculous. And then you you incorporate like you know if you talk about the head shrinkers, which Rikishi was, and also Samu, his partner was a big thing coming up. The Wild Samoans, Alpha and Sika back Isn't in like the day. Tama Tonga, you know. Well, he's well, he's he's uh, Ming's kid. I don't think Ming okay. is in that family, okay, buddy. Okay, okay, okay. But um, then Jimmy Snooker is like a de- distant cousin. Like it's like a weird. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's a weird. Even down to Nia Jack. Who's a exactly. Scrub, but, you know, you got you even got a girl. She's in there. Well. Yeah, she's in there. And then you go down to to the the patriarch, the the high chief Peter Maivia back in the day, who was a big name, right? Right, 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 and yeah, even it's, even it's on not. the independent level right now in MLW, their champion is is uh, Jacob Fatu, who's a future star. Okay, so I mean he's, they're everywhere. His kid, oh, whose kid is that? I want to say he's the Tonga kid's son, uh, uh, which was that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, f- I forget whose kid he is, but uh, but he's but he's a Fatu. he's a cousin. He's a, he's, a, he's, he's, he's in there. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, it's nuts, man. They're called the uh, Samoan God. Dynasty. If you go by the Samoans, you could talk about the Hearts. You could talk about the Von Erics, uh, the Guerreros. Uh, I mean, the Rhodes family because right. you got Dusty, Cody, Dustin. Um, right. The there's a bunch of them, but as far as uh, like you said, a <laughs> roster of family, and with the Hearts, uh, you want to count the British Bulldog because he married in, or Jim Neidhart because oh, yeah, he married yeah. in. You could count him. He, he, you know, he's family. Yeah, you would have to count Rocky Johnson. Rocky Johnson, know, shout out to Rock. Yeah, yeah. You know, so he's part of it. Without him, there's no Rock. Without you know, so. exactly, exactly. So yeah, that I think honestly, you brought it up. That that Samoan clan has to be up there in terms of what they provided the business and all the names yeah, and stars that they gave to the business. I I would have to agree. Let's hey, two guys we didn't mention. Three minute warning. Umaga. Um, uh, yeah, man. Look, look, look. 
Umaga, when he was in his, had his run with like Lashley, he was dope as like he yes. was good. Like he was super slept on. Yeah. I don't know why he left WWE or what happened, but he was like a great heel. Another one that passed away in 2008. And had good matches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't a bum. He could move. He was the closest thing to Rikishi. Yeah. That that came out of that family. And that's what I'm saying. Like if Rikishi was that size, I mean, like ridiculous. Yeah. And look at Roman Reigns' older brother, Rosie, that he was Rosie. there too. Right, so, he was the shit. Yeah. <laughs> was the superhero oh, the, the superhero in training? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Entertaining guy, big guy. You know, like, you know, the whole family. Water was cool. You know, they were they were cool. Yeah. Was different. You know, a bunch but of. But Omaga, Omaga really took off. Yeah. Oh, wow, he was, yeah. he was a big deal. Yeah. So that, like you said, it, it could be the case that that Samoan family is probably the best family the pro wrestling industry has ever had or ever seen because they're still. Alpha and Seeker are still alive, and they're, they got their training school. They trained a bunch of people. All their kids crazy. and grandkids and nephews and cousins are all in the business, so it's like... Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, why would you want to do anything else? You, yeah, you exactly. Know, like, yeah. So Literally it's like, every male in your family... Is in the business. ...was a pro wrestler. Yeah. And that's that Yoko wasn't even going to be in it. It's just they, he was such no, a was troubled a teenager. Yeah. yeah, he was a jackass. <laughs> They're like, dude, go to uncles because if not, you're gonna end up in prison. Yep, exactly. So, exactly. Military home, you know. Yep. And I, sad, I, Alpha man. took him in and said, "I'll, I'll straighten him out." <laughs> so yeah, just a, un, like an underrated, underrated big guy, and he wasn't in the company that long. Like he had like maybe a four year run, and he's a Hall of Famer. You know, that's how yeah. good. That's how good it's that good guy too. ended up being. But ended up being. So uh, if anybody hasn't seen the documentary, check it out. Great, great work done there by the the production at WWE as usual. Um, and you know, twenty one years. Hell, rest in peace to Yoko, man. Uh, hopefully that documentary keeps his name alive. Uh, you know, all the moments he had, the body slam challenge that made Lex Luger big in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Even even though I I'm feel like they didn't mention that. I'm yeah, they didn't bring that up. Yeah, Luger wasn't mentioned. Maybe they don't want to mention Luger. I don't know. They have beef with Luger. <sighs> they have something with that guy, man. I, I don't know if it's because of what happened with Miss Elizabeth or right, right, right or whatever. Right. But they barely, rarely mention get, Lex Luger. They get weird about certain people. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, even Elizabeth is not even like in the Hall of Fame. Like I would have thought they would have put right. her in with Randy. You know what I mean? But right, right. But you know. Like I said, they'll probably be put in in like a legacy Hall of Fame. They'll sneak his name in. You know that list that they have of random people in the Hall of Fame that they just won't give. They'll just put like, them there. Yeah. yeah. They just make a list like, oh, this guy was big in this era. And we, you know, present him with this legacy Hall of Fame. But they'll probably sneak Luger in somehow. Even though Luger, for me, is a Hall of Famer. You know? He's in the 90s. Who Luger was the man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he was it was great. Like, who the hell didn't like Luger? I mean, he yeah. was a shit wrestler. Yeah. But, like, his matches always sucked because he couldn't really, you know, he's just a muscle head. But Luger? Yo, he, he had. Looking at him, he was and uber shit. popular. He was over. Yeah, he was a huge deal. Yeah, before you had your Goldbergs and, and, and WCW, who was going against the NWO? It was Sting, Luger, and, like, right. DDP. Right. You know, so yeah, you know, he nah, was he, he was a big he's deal. He's a legend. He's a legend. You can't take that away from him. I honestly think WWE dropped the ball when they had him in that USA gimmick to not give him the belt for at least a short mm-hmm. run, 
because they, they wanted him to be the next Hogan. He's not as charismatic as Hogan. He doesn't have no that behind him. Like you said, he's just a big juiced up guy and you know he have maybe a, ma- a bitch, you yeah. know, at the time yeah he was a good looking guy you know, and, then, and and great blonde hair he's yep. jack yep he, he can do you know muscular he's a muscle head thing he can slam dude you put him in there with somebody who can wrestle and it makes for a good match decent match out of him yeah absolutely and that's it Absolutely. I felt like they, they could have gave him a decent little run and and give Yoko the belt back, but they just they just went in a totally different direction. They stood with, like, Brett and stuff like that, which is fine. Yeah. Brett's way better than Lex, but still, I mean, you know, I felt like they dropped the ball on him. They could have gave him a little run back in 93. Nobody would have remembered because yeah, yeah, that was a bad time for WWE anyway. <laughs> so who would have remembered? Yeah, no. That's like no. people shit on Kevin Nash when he was WWE champion and saying he didn't really – sell tickets but who did back then no who one. did nobody <laughs> at least nash was an attraction the, you know having gimmicks and and just stupid wrestlers like the goon and, and yep. fucking the repo man yeah and what was the trad duke the dumpster duke like, the dumpster drosy you, know you had like, tl hopper who was the plumber you had terrible even terrible. the godly gookers yeah. you know <laughs> They even interviewed Hardcore Holly. They they had an interview with him, and they were like, "Oh, you were able to get out of that cartoony era and make a career for yourself as like Hardcore Holly, like in the Attitude Era." How did what were you able to? How did you feel about the Sparky Plug gimmick that you had or whatever? He was like, "Well, Sparky you know, plug. it was a very cartoony time, and they made me into a race car driver. What was I going to say? No, I needed money. <laughs> you <laughs> need the job. It's true." He was like, I did what I could out of it, had decent matches because I could work, and I still had a job by the time the Attitude Era came. So lucky. And then he got jacked out of nowhere. Yo, out of nowhere, bro. What the fuck? (laughs) Dude shaved his head and got jacked. (laughs) (laughs) Who is this? I I could never get over. Like, Bob Holly was cool when he was jacked, but I could just never get over. Like, I know you. You're spark plug. You You with that mullet and that freaking... You're always gonna be spark plugged, Bob Holly, to do that Triple H spiked in his head. Oh, that you remember energy. that? <laughs> <laughs> I Yo, couldn't look past that. Dumped him right on his dome with right that pedigree, bro. Oh my god! I'm sure it's on YouTube. So if you've I never seen it, just we could uh, put Triple H spark plug. If we could compile a list of guys who were in that cartoony era that actually survived and made a name for themselves would, in the attitude that made era. It out? I'd say the one, two, three kid survived. Rikishi, he, Rikishi, he, he, was, the, he was the Sultan. Remember? That? Yeah. Was Savio Vega something? Else? He was Quang. Remember? He Quang? was Quang. Yeah. He was a, How do you make a Puerto Rican <laughs> Japanese samurai? <laughs> just Yo, incredible. He came just out in, of there. Yep. He was he, Justin yeah. Hawk Bradshaw. Hey, just incredible was Aldo Montoya. Remember that? Right. 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 The Portuguese so, man of war, guys. and the dude was from Queens or something. I was like, what? Guys. Billy Gunn made him, you know. Yeah, Billy and Bart were cowboys. Guy. Yeah. They were yeah, cowboys. So a couple guys. Yeah, a lot of a lot of them, you know, Chris survived. Candido became a big deal outside of WWE. Yeah. The body they made him the fit, fitness guru. And then, so he went to, and then he went to ECW. Even William Regal, when he came into the Attitude Era, they made him like, he's a man. He was he's a construction a worker. Man. He's yeah. like, Squeezing orange juice into a glass. <laughs> yeah. 
chopping wood and his promos. I remember it's, just, it's like this British lumberjack. When did you ever see a British lumberjack? It made no sense. I don't. I don't understand. Well, I guess back then they figured, you know, we're getting this veteran, you know, wrestler from right, WCW. What the hell do we do with him? So bad. Make him a lumberjack. Make him a lumberjack from from England. So stupid. The song was spectacular, though. Oh, phenomenal! <laughs> oh A man, real man. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I mean, the like I said, the documentary is a good watch. Whoever didn't watch it, check it out. You know, they have um, a good Goldberg one too. If you haven't do, seen that one, do they? Is it new? Yeah, it's pretty new. It's twenty twenty for sure. Okay, it's a, it's about an hour and change. It talks about his whole career. It, it's pretty good. All right, all right. Well, we're going to talk about Goldberg in a couple of seconds because we're going to get into oh, the Royal Rumble. Do we, do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and the Royal Rumble uh, had a pre-show match, uh, which was for the women's tag team titles with Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax regaining the titles from Charlotte Flair and Asuka with the help of Ric Flair and Lacey Evans. Um, Okay. <laughs> I mean, you've seen probably some of this because, you know, it's it's there. Well, how do you feel about this whole midlife crisis version of Ric Flair going after the young, good-looking Lacey Evans and torturing his daughter over it? Ric Flair. Yeah, woo! He's just, he's just, <laughs> what he does is what he's been doing his whole life. He's a young, what else is he going to do but flirt with younger girls? Yeah, exactly. You That's who he man? is. Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's cool. I don't mind it. I wish he was a little younger so we could have a Charlotte Flair versus Ric Flair. Hey, like Vince did with Stephanie. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> if he was 10 years younger, that would be dope. That would actually be dope. But They'll have Charlotte go know, over. What is it going to lead to? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what is this going to lead to? She's not going to snuff her dad. They'll probably screw over Lacey Evans in the, in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I but, can see that. Know. Like maybe have Charlotte versus Lacey at Mania or something, and Flair right, and comes to Flair his senses, and match. yeah, yeah. Like they find first out first. Lacey's using him to get to get you know to the main event or whatever. Right, or, right, right. We've, we've yeah, seen I'm this just, from a mile away, uh, just like no, yeah. Trish Stratus, Stephanie McMahon, WrestleMania, you know, with the whole Vince and Shane thing. You Amazing know, match. Oh, I mean. When WrestleMania comes around, I mean, we always got to talk about seventeen. Yeah, I mean, seventeen is just—that's the gold standard, man. That, <laughs> seventeen that is amazing. Is so good, man. You so, can watch that from beginning to end, not skip a match. Nope. It's just even it's even three, even right to censor against matches, Taz man. and Spike Dudley and whoever. I, I got to watch the whole thing. I just always. You got Ben Wavers. Kurt Angle on there, oh, yeah. I think. Oh my God! The, even the hardcore Big Show, Kane and Raven, and yeah. Raven was good. Like it was just so good, man. Yeah, that. Yeah, wait, how many super... times did we watch that together growing up? Yeah, no, no, that. that I mean, that, even though it, it ended with Austin and McMahon coming together, which was yeah, even Stone Cold whatever. said he regretted that. But you know, hey. he should have stunned him. Yo, sure. <laughs> he should have called an audible and should've just stunned his script. ass. Yeah, it's terrible. How dare you? What's Vince gonna do? Fire him? Oh, he's the biggest star no. in the freaking company. <laughs> Vince messed that up. I don't know why they did that. But whatever. Yeah, so I mean, 
I saw Nia and Shayna getting the belts back because I really don't understand Asuka being the women's champion, why she has to be a tag champ also. She don't need it. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good with Shayna and, and Nia getting the belts. Now, first match of the actual pay-per-view it's for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre defending against Bill Goldberg. Now, let, let's pretend the match didn't happen yet. You hear this match happening. You see it on paper. How do you feel it's going? It's going to go exactly the same way it went. So when was the last time Goldberg wrestled for more than 10, you know, 10 minutes? Yeah, exactly. He doesn't wrestle anymore. Like, it's, it's a waste of time. Yep. The match was, I'm, I have I have it. The match was two minutes and 32 <laughs> seconds. It's just oh, a waste man. of, I don't, look, I, I, growing up, I mean, Goldberg was the guy, you know what I'm saying? He was the, the WWE's, what they tried to counteract Austin with, I guess. You know the bald guy. I mean, Goldberg was an anomaly. Like, who is this? Nobody knew. Nobody who knew who he was. was. Yeah, it wasn't like he was from another company. It wasn't like you know this guy when Lex Luger came from WWE. It was who is this dude? So he was the big. He was top five in the nineties for yeah. sure. Regardless, yeah. Of, regardless of company, he was top five. And it's, sure. and it's and not I, like WCW gave us a backstory on him. Like we would nothing, see him from nothing, the NFL nothing. back in the days. Nobody knew nothing. who he was. Nobody had a clue. And you couldn't Google him. There was no Google. Yep. Kids. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. You couldn't, you know, you just had to, who the hell is this? And at, at one point he was probably the biggest wrestler in the world. Yeah. You know, like, and then he's just this shell of himself and he's still Jack, but he's old and he can't really go. It's just, I, it's just a waste of time. It, it really, I don't think it hurts his, I don't think it helps his legacy at all. Like, it, it's just these shitty two-minute matches yeah. that are car crashes and, and that's a waste. It's a waste. You already know what's going to happen. It's happened the last, what, couple title, every title match he's been in. It's been less than five back, minutes. It's been that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's garbage. And yeah. Drew McIntyre's too good for that bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I feel like WWE tries is trying to solidify McIntyre's title reign by saying he has a win over Goldberg. But we know better than that. This is not the Goldberg. This is no, this no. is Bill. This is uh yeah, this, this is, is Will Goldberg, this is William. Know, like, this is William. <laughs> <laughs> this is William Goldberg, man. It's not it's not Bill. It's not yeah. who's next. It's none of that. It's yeah. just an old guy. He was better off going against Brock, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it is what it is. Two minutes. I think for me that was the only way run. that should go. I'll, I'll say this: I haven't watched a WWE pay per view since Mania, and but I don't know how the rest of them have gone. But this has been the best WWE card for me in years. Yeah, this is where I enjoyed every minute of this shit. Yeah, we could, we're gonna go into the matches. Yeah, but I thought this shit was phenomenal. It was this good. Me, it was great, man. You know, and we, you know us, we're snobby wrestling fans. We oh, critique yeah. everything. Oh, I, yeah. I, but this shit was great. So I, I just want to, the only blemish to me is this was, first one. Was this first match. <laughs> That's it. I'm going to be honest. I didn't get to see this first match until the replay because I had to make a deposit in the bathroom, right? So. <laughs> So, so yo, dude, I'm hearing it from my living room to my bathroom, and I'm like, no, I'm hearing Spear, and I'm like, okay, he's gonna kick out, kick out, all right. Oh, Claymore kick, oh, one. I'm like, oh, it's over, all right. Uh, mm, That sucks. (laughs) But it was, 
it, it, I mean, I don't know. I, I wonder if Goldberg can actually have a match, or he's just like physically. I think he's gonna have a I match at Mania, it. and he's done. I think because there's been a long kind of rivalry going on between him and a lesser. I don't want to say lesser level because I think he's pretty good, but a mid card guy, Matt Riddle, right now. And they've had a feud for a little while. So I can kind of see them if they know right. what they're doing, like right. in terms of the fans and what they want to see or whatever, to finally have Goldberg probably win his last match at a WrestleMania against Matt Riddle. I can see that happening. Right, right, right. right, right. But, uh, you know, let's see if they do it. I mean, uh, if they do, then cool. I can see that being probably one of the first matches on the Mania card. Um, yeah. Not far up because sure. Matt Riddle's not there yet. But, you know, I can see that happening. Just to give, give it, the, it can help them. Yeah. Maybe, you know, it's customary for guys to go out on a loss. Yeah. In their last match, too. So against an, against be, an up and comer. So we'll see. Right, 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 right. So maybe, you know, they throw Matt Riddle. wants to do that yeah. for Matt. But throw, throw Matt Riddle a bone on his way out. But yeah, that first match was, if I'm grading it, it was a, it was a three, four at best. Yeah. <laughs> So the next match is for the women's SmackDown championship, Sasha Banks defending against Carmella with her sommelier, as she calls him, Reginald, um, who the the week, the two days before on SmackDown, Reginald actually had a match with Sasha in an intergender match, which I'm surprised WWE allowed. Did, right, yeah. But, uh, you know, and Reginald didn't really hit her or do anything to her, so they played right, it. They right. played it very well. He is a a very very good athlete, athletic as shit. Yo, yeah, I was looking. I was, I was, he's a gymnast, I think. <laughs> yes, he was that on Cirque du Soleil or some crap like that. Spinning and all types. Of, yeah, he's he's ridiculous. He's he, tiny, but yeah. he's absurdly athletic. Yeah, he's 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 very very athletic. Kind of reminds me of Leo Rush, the way he used to flip around the yeah, ring and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was in the corner, and uh, I, honestly, and I and I texted this to you during the match. I was like, "This is the best Carmella's ever been in terms of wrestling Ever. skill in the ring." Yeah, yeah, like, no, she's actually she's improved. Oh man, and she's, she's got some new titties. So that doesn't, you know, I don't know if she's been training with Corey Graves, you know, outside or whatever. But you know, she's. She's looking good. She's, she's good. She's in always the ring. been hot. Yeah. I don't know. She's just always been hot. She's one of those you don't know why, but she's just always been hot. Something about her. <laughs> yeah, 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 But uh you I know. guess she's like fun and quirky and yeah. you saw her in total divas and shit. Yo, the, remember the first time like we saw her, she was dating Cass and now yeah, Cass, yeah, Cass yeah, is yeah. nowhere to be seen. God knows where he is. And uh and Mel is with Corey Graves and she's in the main Kind of the main event picture on on the women's side on SmackDown, feuding with good Sasha. Match, yeah, very Solid good match. match. Sasha gets the the submission, keeps the belt, and now we're waiting to see who the women's Rumble winner, which we'll get into in a minute or so, chooses to you know go after mm-hmm. either Sasha mm-hmm. or Oscar or I mean I mean I highly doubt this particular person is going to go for the NXT title like Charlotte did last year because right, she, right. she just came from NXT pretty much. So leading into the women's Royal Rumble, the winner was Bianca Belair. We're going to get into the entrance and surprise entrance and stuff, and we'll just get into the Rumble. Bailey came in at number one. The returning Naomi came in at number two. Oh, she was out for, for yeah, a Yeah, she, she was gone for a while, so this was her return. Uh, another super athletic girl, so I would love to see like a match with her and Bianca at some point. I'm looking at the times. Naomi lasted 47 minutes. Wow. And, wow. and Bianca lasted, obviously, the whole way after being number three. So she lasted 56 minutes in this thing. 
Um, then Bianca came in, Billy Kay, Shotzi Blackheart from NXT came in, Shayna Baszler, a good friend of the show, I hope. Tony Storm came in um at number seven. Uh Jillian Tony Hall. Storm, Jesus. Oh, man. Time out. <laughs> we, we got it. Time out. He's just not gonna mention Tony Storm. <laughs> And breathe by that, like she's not built like Alexis Texas. Yo, she's where did they dig yeah. this girl? <laughs> what corn? She's corn fed. That girl Yo. is thick, and she's from Australia. Jesus. I don't know what, oh what they goodness. what they fed that girl in Australia, but she's a tank. She's she is <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, I was so mad when they eliminated her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah man, fantastic. she's and obviously she's on NXT fresh because she was on NXT UK for a while. Now she's on the NXT regular roster. Then okay. after she comes in, we get a return from Jillian Hall. Now, for a lot of you that don't know who Jillian Hall is, she first came out on WWE TV as JBL's like assistant or some secretary crap. or something. Yep. Like he was running the cabinet. Yep. You know? Yep, with Orlando Jordan and uh, I forget who else was in that crew. Um, but Wasn't it, he had didn't he have like a tag team with him or something? I'm, I, I don't yeah, know. he did. I don't remember. I, I want to not the Basham. Was brothers. it the Basham? I was I thinking. Think it, it I was might yes. Be the Basham. I think yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was thinking yeah, the Basham yeah, yeah. brothers. Um, so he had the Basham brothers. He had uh, Orlando Jordan, and he had this young white girl named Jillian Hall, and with, she had this giant thing it, on her it, face. You remember that? Oh, yeah. That the, that the boogeyman, boogeyman ate off? Ate off. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> that they called it a mole, but it looked like it was alive. Was, like it was. It was a growth. Yeah. Kind of yeah. 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 So she came out to, I'm sure if there was a crowd, there would probably be no ovation at all because that girl no, hasn't been on TV in 15, know who she is. Yeah. 15 years. Who's going to remember her? Um, so I feel like that was, and no disrespect for her. I'm sure she had a great time, but I'm, that was kind of a waste of a surprise entrance. Um, then you had Ruby Riot. Now number ten was a very good surprise entrance with Victoria. Now, oh yeah, legend. We were big fans of Victoria and and hot top five oh, hottest all time. And the thing is, she she was in that diva era, but she was one of the ones that could she actually could work. Though. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She made everybody else step their game up. Yeah. Trish, Trish was having, you know, little cutesy matches and shit. But I remember one pay-per-view, they had a hardcore match. Oh, and Survi- it was like one of the best matches. Survivor of the Series almost. 2002. Awesome yeah, match. Yeah, I know. And Trish had to be like, had to step her game up. Yep. But yeah, yeah. Victoria, man, super slept on. She was one of the first wrestlers that started, like, wrestling, female wrestlers that could go. You know, yeah. now everybody can almost go. You know, they have a a level of, of skill. But, but this Victoria girl was, was like, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was her and Lita. They were like the two best. Yeah. Her, a, her Lita. Then a little, uh, maybe a year later, Mickey James showed up. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. but, but during that time you had your Tory Wilson's who was in this rumble. You had your Stacy Keebler's, you know, you had Terry, right, Terry right. Reynolds. You had a lot of girls who were just eye candy and were just put in wrestling matches. Trish got better later. Um, but then you had jazz you had Molly Holly, you had Lita, you had Victoria, like I said, Mickey James, Jacqueline, who was a veteran but could always go, mm-hmm. was was hanging Ivory around. Ivory was all right. Ivory yeah. was good. Um, and that was kind of after the China era. Like like some of these girls showed up while China was there, but once she left, like a whole slew of women came in. Um, 
but yeah, man, it, it was so good to see Victoria for some and <laughs> for for probably one particular reason I can think of. But she's been blackballed for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, and WWE, like you know, didn't want to. She should be in the Hall of Fame already, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe she will be now that she actually made an appearance on WWE television. You know what I mean? Um, but after Victoria came in, Peyton Royce came in. Santana Garrett from NXT, Liv Morgan showed up, Rhea Ripley, who uh, was one of the last two remaining. She, I'm assuming, will be on the main roster very, very soon. Um, She's good, man. Yeah, she is. She is. Then Charlotte Flair showed up. Dana Brooke came in. Tori Wilson, Lacey Evans, Mickey James, Nikki Cross, Alicia Fox, who they proclaim is a legend. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Alicia Fox was there back then, too, but... You know, she was in a pool full of sharks, so she was. Yeah, never- no, she's, she's been in WWE for over ten years. Yeah, yeah, she's she's, she's like in the Bella's. She's in the Bella's range of well, time in the WWE. Yeah, she, she still can't wrestle. Yeah, she's she's useless. Athletic, tall, lanky girl, but she can't. She's not. No, uh, no legend. Sorry, no. Um, no, negative. <laughs> then Mandy Rose came in, another one. Um, Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dakota Kai from NXT. Carmella makes a second appearance on the pay per view, and she only lasted you know two how seconds. I'm surprised that they didn't put in just for like the spectacle aspect. Who's that super tall girl that's in NXT? What's her last name? Gonzalez. Oh, Ra- Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, I was. She's what like six. She's, oh, she's, a, tall she's tall. Shit. She's a tall girl. I was girl. surprised. Yeah, they didn't just throw in there to have that face off with Nia Jack. That would have been and interesting. Then, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like at least I, I was, I was super surprised. And I'm surprised, like you there. said, that they didn't use her considering she's Dakota Kai's bodyguard. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but she's huge. She's she, not fat. She's just no. She's fun. a tall girl. Yeah, she's good too. She's not bad. She's yeah, she's, yeah, she's yeah, pretty no. good. Not like when AJ had oh. almost out there eliminating people. Oh god, yeah, that was funny <laughs> catching dudes. <laughs> but um, I was, I was, I didn't know. I wouldn't have been shocked if if Ronda Rousey's music hit. Like, you know I what? The relationship. That was a prediction. Two. That was a prediction of mine. Uh, but I, I, I told. I was watching it with you know Jesse, my boy, yeah, couple boys, and I was like. I wouldn't be shocked if Rousey. I would pop for that. I don't. I'm not a Ronda Rousey fan at all. You know me. Yes. In the least. Oh yeah. But if but I like Ronda as a wrestler. I think that's the best thing she could have done for her career. If her music would have hit, I would have popped for that for sure. Oh, that that would have been I, dope. I was expecting two people. I was expecting Ronda, and I was expecting Tessa Blanchard to come in from from okay. from the Indies because she's a she's big a name and she's a free agent right now. So okay. okay. I was totally expecting a Tessa Blanchard appearance. And who knows if that girl shows up after WrestleMania because, you know, they got big debuts afterwards. But we'll see. Um, But, yeah, I would have not been surprised in the least if Rousey made a comeback because I was expecting her to be in this. And I honestly expected her to win if she showed up. Um, Yeah, that would have been fire. I mean, I was happy the way it went. went Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was happy to wrestling. I don't follow (laughs) any wrestlers. The only person I follow in from wrestling is Bianca Belair. <laughs> I've been a Bianca Belair fan since that tournament. Since yes. that little what was that tournament they had? That that May Young Classic back back yes. a few years back. I was like, who is this? And she was skinny back then. Now yeah. she's all thick and oh my goodness. She's yeah. just she's great. She's a blessing. She's great. Yeah, yeah, no. She's <laughs> she she's my favorite i am a fan and she can wrestle yeah she's very she's very good 
uh, and then the last couple of ones that came in, it was Tamina, who's still around. Um, I can't believe she wrestles. <laughs> Lana came around. Alexa Bliss, who was about to turn into the Fiend and then got thrown out, which was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> she was about to transform, and Rhea Ripley said, nope, and threw her ass out. Um, then Ember Moon, who's on NXT, showed up. Nia Jax, who came in at number 29, which I feel is unfair. And then <laughs> and then Natalia, which is another one that popped up um, at number 30. However, the winner, the final two, well, the final three was Charlotte Flair, um, Rhea Ripley, and the winner, Bianca Belair. So you kind of answered my question before I asked it, but that's fine. I'll ask it just, just for the hell of it. Do you think it's too soon for Bianca Belair to be in the main event? This is my thing. The WWE never pulls the right trigger, and I think they got it right. You remember yeah. that year where everybody wanted Roman to win? And they gave it to Batista. And, and they gave it to Batista, and then the next year, <laughs> nobody wanted Roman to win. And, and they, gave, they it gave it to him, it to, yes. Mm-hmm. So this is my thinking. Maybe she's not ready per se, but she's got, what, four or five months to get her shit together? Yeah. For, for Mania, and she, we already know she can wrestle. We already know she's fucking got the look. She she's decent promo. Why? Who else? That's my thing. Last year, like in the female title picture, it's been four or five girls: Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, Oscar. Oh, for, like the last rotation. three four years. Rotation. You know yep. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I guarantee, someone who was a champion this year was a champion last year. One of those. One of those four or five girls. Absolutely. So it's like, why? Why the hell not? You know, she looks. She can wrestle. She can go. She's her husband is in the company. She's a fresh face. Switch it up. It, yeah. I, I would have been satisfied with her or, or Rhea Ripley. Yeah. I'm sick of Charlotte. I, I uh, Get her out of here. That's why when she's they eliminated her, part. I was so happy. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, so so not just me being a biased fan, because I, I, I am a Bel Air babe. I have dubbed myself a Bel Air babe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to get a T-shirt. I'm going to sell that to WWE. Bel Air babe. But, but um, yeah, man, she's, she's dope. You know, like, you can't go wrong with that girl. And, yeah, and, I agree. and Triple H loves her. Like, you yes, can see he does. the backstage relationship they have. So I'm sure he had a big hand in that. Yeah, I agree. So just groomer, just groomer. Mania's in what? April? You got uh, two, March? You got two, two months. Two, two months? months? Yeah. Yeah, you could. Come on. Now, the question fun. is come Mania time, you want to see Bianca against Sasha or Asuka? Oh, Sasha. It has to be her against Sasha. Yeah. Better promos. Sasha can talk. Sasha can try to talk down to her, you know. Mm-hmm. You gotta sprinkle a little black on black crime in there, you know. <laughs> you know, a little bit too hot, too hot chocolate sisters, you know, co main eventing mania. Yeah. Why not? Do it for history, you know. Yeah. It's, it'll be dope. And I think it's, it's the best match because Sasha's small, but she does all the jumping shit. Yeah. And she does all the flips, and you can see Bianca she's catching a, she's her a little, She's a little bulldog in that ring, too. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think the potential to have the best match. And the best run is, is between those two. Because House Oscar's English is still pretty poor, no? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So what yeah. are they gonna you know? What do you what do you think if they send Rhea Ripley to go after Oscar for that main event? Two heavy hitters, right? Mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley is not much of a talker. Obviously Oscar's not a talker. That's that's perfect. I just don't want to see Charlotte. Or Bailey, <laughs> and I like Bailey. She, you know, she's got yeah. a thick ass. She, yeah. you know what I'm saying. She's good. But it's just, I'm sick of it. You know, like it's like when Randy Orton. Well, we'll talk. We'll go yeah. there later. 
<laughs> but, you know, I'm just sick of seeing the same people. I don't watch for a whole year, and then it's the same people who had the belt last year. It's like, yep. come on, man. That's why it's it's kind of refreshing that Drew has the belt going into a mania, which is like, okay. For sure. He's, you know, finally, you know, and he won it last year in front of nobody. So it's like right. they didn't even have the Thunderdome like they're calling it. They didn't have the screens back then. It was literally nobody. Right. Yeah. You know right. I mean? Which so is like, dope. You don't even feel like there's no audience. Yeah. Because they pipe you up those like, sounds and stuff. It's, and it's like. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's the best thing they could have done this entire pandemic was, was do that. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So Belair, yeah. win, Belair wins the Rumble. It's interesting, you know, to see where she goes in terms of, of challenging for the belt. And we'll see what they do with Asuka, who she defends against. They'll probably have like an elimination chamber women's thing to see who fights her and stuff. Right, so we'll see. right, right, right. Um, as long as it's not Charlotte, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> I don't care who it is. Yeah, I, I'm pulling for Rhea, man. I, I'm pulling for Ripley to, I think that'll to, be the best to get match. that challenge. She's a, she's a banger, man. And, and Asuka's a banger. Yeah, that's going to be good. I say we're, we're going to see two fresh female faces as champions after WrestleMania. I hope so. I hope so. And then before so. the men's Royal Rumble, we had a last man standing match. Roman Reigns, heel Roman Reigns, defending against Kevin Owens. How'd you like that one? That was, aside, you know, the Rumble matches are the Rumble matches, but that was, that's probably Roman Reigns' best match for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, aside from that botch, <laughs> the handcuff botch, <laughs> did you see? Yeah, that was that was a little <laughs> tough. Um, I think Heyman had I a tough time was... dealing with the keys. <laughs> what, what happened? The ref yeah, was counting, then was... he just stopped counting. <laughs> so bad, so stupid, so dumb. <laughs> but um, that was a great match, man. And and they they allowed him. I'm 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 surprised he took the bumps he did. I, I didn't know he was. You know, I thought maybe he was a little bit of a diva when it comes to that. But oh, Roman, took, right? He took some, yeah, yeah, he took bumps, man. It wasn't just, you know, back when The Rock was wrestling Mankind, The Rock didn't take a fucking bump. Nope, it was just nah, Foley killing himself. It was just Foley getting killed, and that's kind of what I thought would have been would have been the case, but not at all, man. Yeah, he Roman, Roman took some shots, yeah, man. And they wrestled. It was a good match. The, you know, the finish was whatever. It wasn't clean, but. I think Owens, know. Owens, Owens went out there, bro. Like he, I think he put on a great show. Oh. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I'm, and I, like we've been calling since the shield broke up. You got to have Roman Reigns be a heel. I don't know how it's been going, but since, you oh, know, for what I can tell, it's, it's been it's going in his career. I, it's been going great. That's it's what I'm saying. Like great. this shit should the only thing, the only, my only issue with Roman Reigns, you got to have a new song. I don't oh, want to hear the shield. Yeah, song man. That's the only thing you come to the ring. That's you the only thing. Some new music. We got to get you some new shit. And the spear is a shitty finisher. Your finisher in NXT was way better than yeah. <laughs> the spear. Yeah. You can use the spear as a move to get into your finisher. Yes. But you got it. Those are my only two issues with Roman. Because that, other than that's, that, man, that Superman punch in that spear, it, 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 it screams babyface. It doesn't scream trash. heel. Yeah. Trash. You know? Trash. Trash. But yeah, man, it was a good match. Very good match. And, um, and and with Roman, it's almost like I feel like perfect time to to link up with Paul Heyman when you became a heel, because yeah. he's gonna help you with your promos. He he's been doing a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Um, now in terms of the the men's Royal Rumble match, which we're gonna get into right now, and uh, obviously number one entrant was the winner Edge, who lasted an hour and thirty two seconds. Um, 
Number two is Randy Orton, who also lasted the same amount of time, but was not in the ring. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I had nightmares the whole night about when I saw them take that man away. Because I was like, no. I was like, he's going to win it. He's going to win now. Coming a mile away, man. (laughs) So they take Randy Orton out after Edge beats the shit out of him for two minutes. They take him to the back. Number three was Sami Zayn. Number four was not Mustafa, Mustafa Ali with his. I don't know why they call him that. With his new uh, retribution leader gimmick. He's um, dressed like Seth Rollins, though. He, yeah. he has the same <laughs> outfit. Well, they used to call him the Indian Seth, the, the Indian Seth okay, Rollins, so okay. that makes a lot of sense. Number five, <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Number six, Ziggler. Number seven, Shinsuke Nakamura, who has his old music back and they're pushing as a baby face again. Now, number eight. Carlito made his return. To, Whoa, yo, bro. He, what? What? <laughs> he don't eat apples no more, man. That nah, dude is jacked. My man is eating steaks <laughs> and kale every day, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <he's> <laughs> like, who, who is this? <laughs> I was like, yo, who ate Carlito, bro? Like, yo, he looks crazy <laughs> jacked, man. And apparently WWE has uh, is thinking of signing him to a full-time gig as a producer slash wrestler. So, you know, that's, okay. that's cool. We've been I'm wanting Carlito to come back for a while, yeah, man. He's fun. Yeah, and he's not a guy that, oh, he went to Impact or he went to ROH or he no, went here. He, he stood home. in Puerto Rico the whole freaking yeah. time. <laughs> I guess working for his father's fun. company and stuff. So it's good to see Carlito. Okay. He was one of my faves no, back in the sure, day. Sure. Super entertaining guy. But like I said, I think he got a little too big. <laughs> because, yeah, for his wrestling style. Yeah, yeah, I think he's too big because it's going to slow him down and stuff. But, you know, he's a veteran. He doesn't need to do crazy stuff anyway. So, and definitely during the pandemic, I did not expect him to bite that apple and spit at somebody. But um, no. but <laughs> during COVID time, so the apple was out of his mouth. He just was holding it. So uh, the next person to come in was Xavier Woods. Then Big E, who's the Intercontinental Champion. John Morrison, Ricochet, Elias. Then our first surprise entrant comes from NXT, Damian Priest, um, who's now officially he's on the main on roster. The roster right? yep. Yeah, so, And apparently so. he's going to have... Oh, one thing I forgot to mention now that we're talking about Damian Priest. We had a Bad Bunny performance yeah. of his song called Booker T. And Booker, Booker T looks like he could still wrestle. Yeah, he does. He's in phenomenal shape, which I thought he yeah, was going to yeah. be in the Rumble because of that little confrontation with the Miz in the back. But, um, but Booker T was standing there in his GI Bro outfit while this guy was performing. Now you're you you more than me are big in, into like the music scene and stuff like that. What do you know about this Bad Bunny guy? He's the biggest. He's probably he's the biggest Latin artist in the country, like in the world. Like right sure. now, right now, right? Nah, he's 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 Drake for Spanish. Like yeah, he's massive, man. He's, wow. he's So this yeah, is a yeah, big yeah, deal yeah. for WWE to have this guy there. Huge deal. Huge deal. Huge deal. Because, you know, a, lo- a lot of guys deal. who don't know about him are, like, complaining, like, who is this guy? You know, he sucks, no, you know, blah, no, blah, no, blah. No. But obviously to the, to the Spanish community, he is top-notch. Like, he's the guy. Even, like, right, like he tops American charts. But like, he dropped an album, and he, it doesn't, it's not like he's just they pigeonhole him in, into just the Spanish category. It doesn't matter. He sells out. Like, he's huge. He's everywhere. He, yeah. He should have been. 
American clubs, Latin clubs, American radio, Hot 97. Wow. Like, he's he's massive. No, he's a big deal. He's definitely a big deal. So that is a big coup for WWE. And apparently, for sure. the preliminary plans, I don't know if it goes through, but preliminary plans is to have this guy... Because, you know, WWE has to have a celebrity thing at WrestleMania. So of course. they're thinking of Miz and Morrison against Damian Priest and, and Bad Bunny. Yeah. Okay. With, with, with Bad Bunny. You know what I mean? Okay. So I don't know if that's a good way to debut Damian Priest, but hell, you know, why not? He's a Puerto Rican. They figured let's put them yeah, together. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it was cool the spot they had at, at the Rumble. Too. Yeah, that that cool. he actually landed that perfectly. Yeah, honestly. pretty clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could tell he practiced. <laughs> oh, they practice the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're not gonna afford to have that kid get injured or whatever. So no, 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 no. <laughs> so Damian Priest shows up. Then you got the Miz. Then you got Robert Roode, Daniel Bryan, the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Kane decided to show up. Um, King Corbin, Otis, Dominic Mysterio, Bobby Lashley, who I thought was kind of a favorite going in, but that didn't last too long. The Hurricane made an appearance. Um, then mm-hmm. I think the best surprise of the night, Christian made came out and he looked really good in the really good. Rumble. Um, he's yeah, in great yeah, yeah. shape. He looked like he can still go. He was doing all the moves. He did it perfectly. Him and Edge had a reunion in the ring. It was good to see. Um, AJ, I would have loved to see them do a five second a five break. second pose, right? Cool. <laughs> yeah, that would have been dope. Um. But, yeah. AJ Styles came out, Rey Mysterio, Matt Riddle was in there as well, Sheamus, Cesaro, who had a huge win last night against Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. Um, Seth Rollins made his return at number 29. He's been out, obviously, since the birth of he and Becky Lynch's child. Um, Mm -hmm. And number 30, which I felt was unfair, but he didn't win anyway, Braun Strowman was number 30, um, who hasn't wrestled since the end of 2020, so he made his return. And obviously the winner was Edge. Now, now, just going into it, who were you pulling for to win this Royal Rumble? Oh, I, I, I don't think I had like a horse in the race. Okay, I would have, I would have liked to have seen Braun win. Yeah, I'm, I like Braun. I've always liked Braun. I think, he's, I think he's been underutilized. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I didn't like. I was as long as Randy Orton didn't win, <laughs> I was cool. Yeah. It didn't matter to me. Now, seeing the final yeah. four, which was uh, Rollins, Braun, Edge, and Christian. Would you have even imagined them giving it to either Edge or Christian at that moment? And that's the thing we we don't know how. When was has Edge been like full time or is no? It, no, it was he just mania. He that got greatest match of all yeah, time. Yeah, and he got he, and that was it. He got hurt during that match. He had to get surgery. So okay. after that match with Orton, that greatest match ever bullshit that they tried to pull off good match but nowhere let's stop it um (laughs) but he needed like uh shoulder surgery after that so he's been gone all that time this was his return in this royal rumble yeah so it's tough to like predict can he wrestle can he be full-time but i the hip of braun i was cool with there's no way they're gonna give it to christian um obviously but you know i was cool with either him or braun it didn't uh Edge or Braun, as long, like I said, as long as Orton didn't win, because he's just he doesn't need it. Yeah, he's what more than ten time champion. Like, yeah, he's you don't need that rub, you know. Like, Randy, I think is in the teams at this at this point. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. 
Yeah, so Ed, so Edge gets the win, and and you know, thank God because Orton came out at the end, hit an RKO, and I was like, oh shit! I was like, yeah, no, <laughs> so bad. But then Edge reversed it on him and threw him out, and you know, great great comeback story for Edge. I mean, you know, I've always mm-hmm. I know you weren't a giant fan of him back in the day, but you always had respect for his work. Yeah, no, you just I didn't like the so. character too much, but right. But Edge looks phenomenal at his age. And, um, you know, now, same question that we have for Bianca Belair. Who who would we rather Edge face? Because he showed up to every show, Raw, NXT, and SmackDown this week. You have um, Drew McIntyre on Raw. You have Finn Balor in NXT. And you have Roman Reigns on SmackDown. Who would you rather see Edge go against? Uh, Edge against... Roman Reigns, because Roman Reigns can't—he'll disrespect him, but he—he's got to show him respect. Like there has to be a, some level of because Roman's new the character is like he's the guy, you know, what yeah, I'm like he's the chief of whatever, and Edge could shit on his whole career, like he—he, yeah. he, he, you know what I'm saying? Like Edge is a legend. He's in—I think he's in the Hall of Fame. He is, no? yeah, he is. So he can't like Roman Reigns can't pull rank on him. Roman can pull rank on the Usos. He could pull rank on McIntyre. But he can't pull rank on Edge, so it'll be somebody that can talk to talk with him. That can be like, dude, I've been, I've wrestled everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a legend. You're, you're, you're trying to be me. Like yeah. they could do it like that, but and I, I, I would like to see Reigns and, and Edge go at it. And if he does pick Roman, I am hearing a rumor, uh, and I read something. I don't know how good it is. I don't know how good the source is. So nobody quote me on this. I'm not quoting this as gospel, but from what I'm hearing, Elimination Chamber, I'm hearing Roman Reigns. And Jimmy Uso returning to join the fold. So I'm hearing Roman Reigns and the two Uso brothers against Kevin Owens and Edge and Christian. That'd be dope. The that's three what I'm Canadians yeah. against the three Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I'm hearing. Because be last night Roman Reigns called out Edge and he was like, There is no choice here. You're picking me. Like you said, he pulled rank on Balor and McIntyre. He said, "There's no decision right. here. You're choosing me. I'm the I'm the head of the table. Uh, there is no main right. event without Roman Reigns' name in it." Right. He can that do was that his promo. Yeah. He can't do that shit with it. You know what I'm saying? He can't do that with it. So Edge comes out, and Roman goes even before Edge even talks. He's like, "No, no, no. You don't talk right now. You, the first thing that comes out of your mouth is my name. You acknowledge the champ. I'm the man." I'm the man you're going to pick. There is no choice here, and I'm not going to leave until you pick me. So he is pushing Edge mm-hmm, to pick mm-hmm. him. He was like, you're not going to be – the main event's not going to be Edge and McIntyre or Edge and Finn Balor. No, the main event is Roman Reigns. So you're going right. to – you acknowledge me. And Edge goes, do I have to? He's like he's – like he's <laughs> mess- <laughs> Yeah, he could just downplay him. Yeah. Like, you're a kid. Like – I wrestled your uncle, like you know. What I'm yeah, like, he's been in the ring with the Rock. He's been in the ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, 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 right. So I don't know. And Edge's promo ability uh, it dwarfs oh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, 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 not even close. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Edge it would is, have to be a combination of like Roman and Heyman to try to combat, you know, Edge's right, talking right, ability. Right, right. But no, um, it Edge should is a bad dude. Man. Yeah. It should be interesting, and Edge is invigorated. He's in great shape. So he's, like I said in the beginning of the show, he's not like a Goldberg or even a Brock, even though Brock can go, but he's lazy. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Edge is not your typical part-timer. He's going to go. You know what I mean? He's going he's right. to give you a great match. So, yeah, I, I would agree. I would tend to lean toward Edge against um, Roman now the question is, who do we give to Drew McIntyre? Like, who would we want to see face McIntyre? 
That should Adam be... Cole, baby. Get Adam <laughs> Cole to the... <laughs> Why is Adam Cole still in... And NXT. I thought he was going to be in the Rumble, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, He's still hanging around I NXT. Know, I don't know, man. I, and then I, I see Finn Balor probably going against Karrion Cross or, or, or someone of that caliber. Right. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who they who they bring up against Drew. And, hey, we, we got two months to figure it out. So, hopefully, yeah, you know... He, and I plan on being there, considering it's in Tampa again. They decided to have mercy, Left considering hand, it was in Tampa last year, but but COVID happened. So now, right, you know, right. obviously with the Super Bowl being tomorrow night, they're going to have maybe 25 to maybe 40% capacity or however they're going to decide to do it. So I wonder how WWE is going to handle having some crowd, and I fully mm-hmm. plan on being there. So we'll we'll see how that goes. So that was the Royal Rumble, and like you said, a very enjoyable show. I enjoyed the hell out mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what they do for Elimination Chamber in lead up to WrestleMania time, and obviously after the Chamber, we will know what our WrestleMania, at least WrestleMania main events, will be. So uh, as the time goes on, they'll fill in the rest of the card, and we'll see how it goes. I think they're planning yeah. to do the same thing they did last year, which break it up into two days, in which they do. Okay. If if they do that, I mean that's good for TV. But uh, I ain't paying for no two damn tickets, so we'll see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, unless they give you it, you know, just one one for two visits or some crap. Deal. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only way I'll do that. I ain't buying two tickets. I love, I love, no. that, I love wrestling, but not that much. Um, no, no, no. I got this thing in the in in every month. This this gimmick called bills that that come every month. Um, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ain't no kayfabe with that. Shit. No, not at all. <laughs> so with that being said, that was the Royal Rumble, and um, so to to close off, to cap off, um, well, real quick. Did you see uh, Paige Van Zandt's bare knuckle fight? I didn't, but I know she she lost. I, uh, I yeah, she. I, did. I know she lost. Yeah, I heard. She, I, I saw that she lost, and um, she had like a little little black eye, or whatever. That's someone I would have never expected to jump in that style of. Yeah, they must have thrown her a, a hell of a bag. To, yeah, because that's like know? for dogs, man. Like Chris yeah, Lieben is there, yeah, like a bunch of fireies and shit, man. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? Yeah, young girl, Crazy. like I would have never expected her to jump in there. She just couldn't cut it, couldn't cut it at all in, in, in the UFC. You know, she was a pretty face, but she's a she's a lower level as far as the rankings are concerned. She was never cracked the top fifteen. So. Yeah, yeah, but her strength was never really the boxing, so I never I, right that, that kind of yeah. caught me off guard. <laughs> so, Weird. so I mentioned the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl is literally tomorrow. Um, Kansas City Chiefs going up against. The Tom Brady led Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, how do you see that going, man? <laughs> I think. Listen, man. I love you. Know I'm a Cowboy fan. You've known me since I was six, seven years old. I've been yep. a Cowboy fan my whole life. Yep. But my favorite football player of all time is Tom Brady. I don't know why. I, you know, I know why <laughs> because the dude came from nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Six you round gotta pick. Respect that shit. He wasn't this highly touted. You know, he wasn't the first first pick. He wasn't a first rounder. He was like one ninety six or some crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. The and end, just to see the, the end of the sixth it, round. Yeah, just year after year after year. I mean, you gotta. He's just greatness. You gotta appreciate greatness, man. So, I hope he he gets his seventh. And I think if he wins, he's the greatest sports star of any sport. He's number one. Michael wow. Jordan will be number two. Yeah. Um, ten Super Bowl. You know. It, 
it's one round elimination. It's not like you have a series to get it together. If you it's one and out. If you yeah. fuck up, it's over. Yeah. So he's had to be perfect, you know, for for the majority of his career, more than half of his career. He's been what? How long he's been in the NFL? Twenty well, years or twenty one years? Well, he he's been in the league for twenty, but he's only been a starter for nineteen because he backed up you know Drew, he backed up Drew Bledsoe that first year, and then but he took over the year of his after career, that. He he he's been in the Super Bowl. I mean, he's he's the best ever, man. So I hope. And Mahomes is gonna have his time. Mahomes is gonna be ridiculous. He's fucking ridiculous. Right? Yeah, he's a cheat he's, code. Yeah. He's the guy you put ninety nine everything. He's not it. fair. He's not fair. <laughs> so yeah, for for Tom to do it as, as, as the underdog, I mean, I can't remember. I think since he played St. Louis the first time, it was he's been the underdog in a Super Bowl. Yeah. So for yeah. him to, to be the underdog, I mean, and and, and win he it took, against he took a juggernaut, whole different team like. Belichick's not the whole coach. Team, we can't say system. we can't say it's Belichick's system no, because it's not. No, no, you can't. You can't. So, yes, yeah, no, it's, he, it's crazy. he's. I would love to love for him to. to and I, I like Mahomes. I'm not like an anti Mahomes guy. Think, oh yeah, I'm not a I'm not a Kansas City hater at all because no, they got talented freaking guys. How man. do you not like Tom Brady though? Like, yeah, come on, man. He's the best ever. Like for you to have so much hate for Brady, there has to be something wrong there because there has to be something it's wrong like it's like what can you hate? I mean, okay, yeah, supermodel wife. He's a he's a he's a Hall of Famer. While I, and and I think um I was listening because I listen to ESPN Radio at work while I'm working, and uh, okay. uh Greenberg, um Mike, Mike Greenberg, Mike Greenberg. Yeah, yeah, he was saying you know how like some sports they put guys in the Hall of Fame while they're still playing. He was like I don't understand why football doesn't do that. You have guys who are Hall of Famers right now, and mm-hmm, you can see mm-hmm. it. And why can't you just put active guys in the Hall of Fame? I don't understand. Right, just give them something like friends. Yeah. So no, but he he's the best ever, man. There's, I mean, he's that's Tom Brady, bro. Yeah, and and the All thing right. and the thing with with and the Tampa Bay has a very good defense. They got mm-hmm. weapons on offense everywhere. You know. Yeah, and you got yeah. he brought Gronkowski with him. You got Antonio Brown. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. You got that. He every team he's on, he finds a little white guy to turn into Wes Welker or or yeah. or, or, or uh, uh, Edelman or whatever. He has Scotty Miller, who's his biggest deep threat, and he's the smallest guy in the field. So, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's gonna be a crazy, crazy game. It, it's a matter of what defense shows up, and I think Tampa Bay's defense is gonna be the key. Uh, in this win, so uh, I'm super excited. I gotta go pick up some food today, like at Sam's or something. We're gonna get some. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna pig out for tomorrow. I hope it's just a good game. I don't. I don't yeah. want to be ugly. As long as it's not ugly, you know, because it could it could be close or it could be like uh, Kansas City's fucking yeah. Kansas City, you know. Yeah. But it should be it should be a good game. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, man. I I, I wanted to ask you. I don't know if you've been paying attention to like the nitty gritty of MMA, but Michael Chandler is now apparently the Ric Flair of, of the UFC. That's what, uh, Ariel Hawani and, and DC have dubbed him. The Rick he Fla- came in. The Ric Flair? Yeah, Cause you know how when, when he won the rumble, he just came in as this fresh guy and, and, and everybody hated him for winning yeah. the rumble. So when Chandler won, he kind of cut his own version of, of that Ric Flair promo with a tear and, in uh, my eye. And now they, and now, yeah. And now they're saying that, that, um, for Chandler's next fight, he's going to try to get Ric Flair to walk That's out with him. Nice. Which is, yeah, that would be freaking cool. dope. 
yeah. Well, yeah, let's yeah. see if they allow it because I remember. I don't know if you remember back when uh, Chell Sonnen was was I, I guess use a wrestling feuding term with feuding with Anderson Silva. <laughs> um, uh, they were uh, they were in Chicago for his fight against Brian Stan, and he was going to have CM Punk walk him out to the cage. Okay. Uh, okay. in his fight, but but Dana White was like, nah, <laughs> we, yeah, ain't ha- we ain't having that. Um, so I'm if you know if he wants, you know, I mean, and Ric Flair is a retired guy. There's no reason why he shouldn't be able yeah, to come out there. Not? You know that that sounds like a Bellator type thing to do, but it but it'll be pretty mm-hmm. dope. Now, just fine. Now I asked a couple of friends this after Chandler uh, knocked out uh, Hooker and um and uh, oh, uh when Connor got knocked out by Poirier. Mm-hmm. Do do does Poirier wait for a title shot, or do they put him with with Chandler and we figure out who the the number one is? Well, the 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 guy. All right, so if you, there's two ways, there's a couple options. You can run it back. There's the money option, which is running it back for the for the the with, with McGregor, right? The McGregor, right? The rubber match with McGregor, and you do that one for the title. Which okay, I'd be into that. They both won a piece. They both knocked each other out. I'm okay with seeing McGregor get his ass kicked again because I don't think there's a. I don't give a shit what how he's not beating Dustin Poirier. Dustin Poirier is you a think, better fighter. Side he's note: involved. Do you think like, McGregor's washed in terms of MMA? I never thought he was that guy to begin with. Like, all right, so if we break down his career, he he beat Marcus Brimage, a bum. Dennis yeah. Stever, a bum. Young Dustin Poirier, legit win. Young Max Holloway, legit win, but both two young guys who I think would smoke him right now, yeah. especially the way Max Holloway looked in his last fight. Yeah. That was, he's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And even um, and, and, then, and this Max Holloway in his prime, Poirier took out. <laughs> right, right. And then when he fights, you know, Chad Mendes, it was on eight days' notice, and Mendes was beating his ass, ragging him down. Mendes and gassed, gassed out. McGregor beats him. He gassed out. He yeah. loses to Diaz He on, eight, on another short-notice fight. His best performance was against Eddie Alvarez. Can't take nothing away from him. He looked yeah. phenomenal. Eddie wasn't you know, there that night. Styles yeah. make fights. Styles make fights. Um, he gets mauled by Khabib. He fights an old washed-up Donald Cerrone. And then Dustin Poirier, who's been beating everybody at 150. He's beaten Gaethje. He beat Eddie Alvarez. He beat Dan Hooker. He, yeah. you know, he's run through everybody, not named Khabib. I just... I don't think Connor. I think Connor has great striking, but I don't to put him in the class of like a John Jones or a Mighty Mouse or, or one of these Adesanya's. I don't think he's ever been that guy. And I, I feel like they put him in there matchup. right away. They put him in oh, that they, class. They, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like no, no. This he, he he beat Aldo. You can't knock him, but it was a one punch situation. So you can put an asterisk or have a question mark on a lot of his wins, and then when he's really had to dog it out, he's lost. He's folded. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. I've not, You know me. I've never been a McGregor <laughs> fan. But um, I just don't think there's a way he beats anybody in the top five. Like, I, I just don't – I don't see it. If, if he can't knock you out in the first round, what is he going to do? Take you down to submit you? Like, no, it, never. But, um, but you that. could go, yeah. So like, you could go with that route. You can make money. You can milk McGregor for whatever he's worth. Because if he loses again, he's finished. Like he's done. There's, there's, you know. Um, or you could go the the real the rankings route, which would be Charles Oliveira, who's been on a run, eight yeah. fight win streak, undefeated since 2017. Just wow. beat the shit out of Tony Ferguson. You know, he he made 
Tony Ferguson. I mean, that fight wasn't even close. Yeah. Like, it was bad. Um, you could do that, or you give it to the, you know, the the new your new toy. You give it to Chandler. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Oliveira, but, his run that is on makes me makes me think of like uh like uh Rafael dos Anjos. You know, he he's been right, up and right. down came out of nowhere. Up and yeah, down yeah, his yeah, whole yeah, career, yeah. you know, five hundred type guy, you know, whatever, then all of a sudden he's killing everyone. Killing everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's like where did this guy come like, from? Where did this come from? Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> like something clicked and all of a sudden he knows how to beat everybody. You know what I mean? Everybody. So Can't lose all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. And now I feel like Oliveira's on that same track. Like he was good, you know. He was a great submission specialist and stuff, and mm-hmm, you know had mm-hmm. some good fights here and there. But up and down, kind of like RDA. But then now, like you said, undefeated for three years. But hopefully they don't do him like they did Jim Miller back in the day. The, he, the guy wins like fifteen fights in a row, never gets a title shot. <laughs> never gets a shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that that rubber match between McGregor. And- or would you put would you put Max Holloway in that equation too? Because you know, after his fight, he said, "Oh, I, I, I want to fight. I want to fight the winner of Poirier and Connor, or he I want good, I want a one fifty five. He's just anxious to fight all the time. He just wants. He's I, a little animal. I think I think Holloway's more skilled than than Poirier, but the the size difference when they first fought was was obvious. Like yeah. it wasn't Max Holloway for every three four shots." Poirier landed one, and you could see it. It hurt him on Max, you yeah. know. So maybe it's—I don't—I don't remember if it was like a last-minute fight. It maybe have been like a replacement thing. Yeah. Or maybe that, but you know, I think Max will need to to bulk up, and because I think Max skills—he's—he'll smoke them. Like if we're just talking about skills. Yeah. He's better than almost everybody, but um, it's the size. We'll see. You know, you you you, you never really know. Yeah. But uh, it's fun, you know. You have a you have a title fight next week, and then you have a card tomorrow, free card. Actually, today, today Saturday. Yeah. So we'll see, man. The UFC was was definitely the MVP of of the pandemic for sure. It, it's funny because uh, they asked Dana White, uh, "How did he feel about Michael Chandler's debut?" And he was like, "Well, to my surprise, it was great because a lot of these guys that debut, they stink it up at first. <laughs> it's true, man. It's true, man. You know, he, he looked. Unbelievable though, like how 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 much better could you possibly look against a legit guy? You know, Dan Hook is no no bitch. No, no, he's not. He's, he's no, no junk. You know, and and Michael Chandler just ran right one punch. It was boom, done. So you know, we'll see. But but then again, Michael Chandler has lost before. You know, he yeah. got knocked out in Bellator by was that? Pitbull, who's like Pat- a forty five er. Patricky Pitbull. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who's a one forty five er. So you really don't. You really don't know. I feel like uh-huh. those those Pitbull brothers have been in Bellator been in for like Bellator a million for years. Ever. This day <laughs> was. Yo. yo, it's like, yo, those. They've been in there for Patricio ever. and Patricky. I'm like, yo, those those Pitbull brothers, for bro. Ever. <laughs> yo, they are Bellator's lifers, bro. Those yep. Dudes, it's ridiculous. Yo, they, but, they've been you know. there forever, man. <laughs> But yeah, man. So I'm, you know, when is the, the chamber is the next pay per view? Yeah, the next. Yeah, elimination okay. chamber is the last is the pay per view before Mania. So I think okay. Mania is the first. I want to say first week of April, and so this chamber has to be. I think the chamber is going to be the end of February. Then we're going to have a nice long build up for Mania, like beginning of March all the way to the 
first week of April. So we're going to have one whole month. I don't know if they're going to sneak in like a network special in between. I'm not sure what they're going to do, but in terms of live pay-per-views chambers, the last one. So we'll see at the end of chamber, like, you know what the card is going to be. And they're going to have a nice little buildup, hopefully uh, to make, to make mania exciting. So, so yeah, man. So, I mean, what do you think about that? That, that, Kong Godzilla trailer. Yo, it looked dope, bro. That. It looks good, right? It <laughs> doesn't look bad. I just hope they don't fuck it up. It looked it dope. Good. Yo, speaking of HBO Max, because HBO Max seems to have the rights to all these movies that are supposed to be in theaters. I've, I've heard a lot of mixed reactions. I haven't seen the movie yet. Did you see all the little things? Trash. Trash, really? And, and Denzel's my favorite actor of all time. That's why I... I all right, I, all right. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down like this without spoiling the movie. For you. Okay. Unless I'm assuming you're going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to try to all watch it at t- some point tonight. Okay. All the little thing is 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 like you're making this turkey, you're glazing it. Yeah. It, 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 it's, 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 it's Thanksgiving. It's a nice 28-pound juicy turkey. <laughs> it smells good. You take it, you put it in the oven, you hear it smelling, and, and you're just watching that thing roast. And you're like, oh, this is going to be. Phenomenal. Banging, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just you know, it, 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 it takes its time. You know, turkeys take their time. It's a slow build, but it's you know, it's there. You just cannot wait till you get it out the oven and carve into that shit. You take it out the oven, you, you're salivating. You're, you're, you're there, <laughs> and as soon as you put in your carving knife, it evaporates. Oh that no, is, that is all the little things. Uh. So that is the watching experience of all the little things. John Little <laughs> in the movie, phenomenal. Rami Malek. Phenomenal, Denzel obviously phenomenal. Yeah, but it just it's you. The movie ends when you're like, "What the fuck? I just wasted." So great acting, but great change. acting, but the story is shit. Not even the story's fine. It's just the ending of the movie is it kills it. Shit. Oh, it's, okay. It's, yeah, it kills it. It kills it. It kills it. Did it leave? Like did it, did it leave stuff. room for maybe a sequel, or is just it's a one and done? Mind fuck. Possibly. I mean. Possibly, but who knows, man? It's just, I don't know. It was, it was like me and Chelsea finished it, and we were like, that was it? That was the ending of the movie? Like, there's no way. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's not, it's, it's an enjoyable watch until the end. Damn. And even the, and, and I'm saying enjoyable watch, but it, it's a slow ass build. Like, yeah. you're, you're anticipating this great. You remember like Inception when it was, yeah. you know, not yeah. a, or, or Shutter Island? Shutter Island, like, oh, yes. Shit. Yeah, like you were thinking, you know, something crazy was gonna happen at the end. That's how they made it seem. Yeah, but it just never, it just left you there. Like it's like having sex for fifteen minutes and you never bust a nut. That's what, <laughs> that's, what, that's what it was like. That's what it was like. Damn. But I mean, yeah, I'm gonna still check it out just, 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 just so I can say I saw it. Um, right. But, you let me know. Yeah. Trust. You let me know what you think. Yeah. But um. But yeah, man. HBO Max is killing it, bro. They got a bunch oh, of stuff coming best, out. It's the best app. <laughs> um, they have the Wayne's Brothers on there now. Yo, like, I've been watching, shit. dude. I've been watching I've been from like crazy. <laughs> yeah. No. HBO Max is better than anything I have right now. Yeah, man. dude. Like they went for Netflix's jugular, bro. It was like, yeah, yo, man. they're not fucking around. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Is Mortal Kombat's coming. coming. Uh, Matrix Part Four. They got the rights to. Yeah, um, and um, like, um, John Wick. John Wick, yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to kill it, man. I so, think yeah. they do like a movie every... Have you been paying attention to WandaVision at all? We have. We watched. Um, okay. But I, watched I, I didn't see the episode from this week. 
I, okay. I I saw the one from last week, but we got to check out the one from this week. Um, this like, week ending, you're gonna be like, oh shit. Yeah, like that's the, what I was like. Oh shit! Like Word. the last one I saw was uh, I don't know if it was the second or the third one where the lady that was in their house mentioned Quicksilver and that he was killed by Ultron, and she okay. was like, hmm, like, right. and, it, and it hit me that because suppose Vision is dead, right? Supposedly from the movies, like, uh, like yeah, yeah, Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. This is all Marvel Cinematic Universe. So yes, this is all. This is all, and and my assumption is. Did Wanda create this whole alternate universe for herself so she yes. can live with You're, this dude? Yes. And that's, that's my exactly what's happening. And yes. anybody that comes in and brings something up, she just sends She's them out with the shit. No, she gets them out of there. Yeah. So that's how she ended up, like, I guess, in the real where you had yeah, like Cat yeah, yeah, Dennings yeah, yeah. And, and the Chino from uh, from Fresh Off the Boat and all them. Right, like, right, right, right. like they were that's trying exactly to make contact with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's pretty good, man. Uh, like when I first saw good, the first couple good. episodes, I was like, "Hmm, this is right. weird." It's interesting, bit, but yeah, the payoff is it's getting somewhere. And they say you have to watch it because it leads into the new Doctor Strange, you uh, know, Doctor Strange Two. Yeah. So if you don't watch this, you'll kind of be like, you'll kind of be lost a little bit. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So but I just I just it's have to good. see the episode from this week, and I'll be I'll be caught up. But I yeah. I, I told Angel because we were watching it together, and I was like, "Yo." I think she created this her own alternate universe because this dude is supposed to be dead, and and yeah, they break all that down in this in this last episode. Oh, we gotta check. And it then out it ends, and you're like, oh shit, this is like it's it's good, it's good. Yeah. It's so I good. mean, Disney Plus is doing their thing too. Like I just feel like during this pandemic, a lot of the streaming services was just like, all right, people are gonna be home. We gotta we gotta yeah, do our thing here. You know, it's true. It's true. It's like the perfect time to to put push out all that content and and I guess they were fighting over, you know, what rights to what films to get or what rights to what right. shows to and get. And they couldn't release the the Black Widow movie because um, Scarlett Johansson had a clause in her contract that she makes revenue from like theater sales, you know, oh. what I'm saying? from box office. Yeah, so they had to readjust and do all that, and now they're gonna release it. I think in April or March wow. on, on Disney Plus. So she had to take a little cut there. I guess she's gonna get yeah, whatever I'm sure they whatever royalties her, from you know, Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm sure they threw her a nice little thing just to release as well. Because what are they gonna do? Sit on this shit until people are like, "Oh, you can go to the theaters again." I mean, you guys in Florida, I, I believe you guys go to the movies, but we yeah, the, York, the, we the some movie the movie theaters some movie theaters are open over here. I'm not sure all of them yeah. are, but but some of them are. I yeah, know. I know the theater now, in Universal is open for sure. That Cinemark in uh, the okay. the boardwalk. Right before you walk in, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that one's open. So, but it's been you know it's been good. Uh, the these streaming and, and and sports has has been saving the pandemic, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, this shit ends. You know, eh, supposedly it's not going to end anytime soon because we get a new strand like every five weeks. But I know. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> But you know, I'm just sick of these masks. Yeah, me too. Hopefully, it ends soon and we could just go back to being normal. You know, and catch a show, go to a, you know a wrestling show or something. Yeah, you got yeah. the freaking the Nets are good, and, and we live. I live in New York, and I can't even go see them. Like you know, it's just <laughs> shit, man. You know, but we just. I mean, with them, they just need to pick up at least one guy that can one play piece. defense. One piece. One piece. And they'll be, they'll be scared. <laughs> like, they'll be in the the finals for sure. One piece. I mean, 
I think the the likelihood of them getting to the finals is high now. But yeah, if they get a piece, like they're talking about making a trade for Andre Drummond, I'm like, how? That's not even fair, man. I mean, get out. As a Laker fan, that was scamming. Like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, finally we got a guy that in the middle that can play defense. Like on you know, or even if you guys kept Jared Allen, I thought you guys would have been a lock for the finals. Well, the thing is with love that, Jared Allen, man. He's I, a dog, man. He's it, it it came to my mind once the trade happened why Jared Allen had to go because Dinwiddie was injured and you can't right. you can't trade an injured player. So that's the right. only reason why I think Jared Allen was even on the block. I think if Dinwiddie was healthy. We would have mm-hmm. kept Jared Allen, and I think because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. at first I was like, "Damn, Karis Levert and Jared Allen, that's gonna hurt." Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean, if if Dinwiddie was healthy, it probably would have been Dinwiddie and Levert, and we, pro- and right. we probably would have kept Jared Allen, which would have been right. amazing right, right. at this point. That would have been crazy. Yeah. But from what I'm hearing, though, with the whole Andre Drummond thing, is they, he was looking to get a buyout and come to and us as a free trial. agent. Yeah. Crazy. That's because what, what, do you, what do we have left to trade? We don't have nothing. <laughs> no, you don't have anything. You gave away all your draft picks. You gave away your bench. I think this is different, yeah. though, from what we did with Boston 12 years ago. Remember when we brought in KG? No, because everybody's young. Everybody's yes, young. You everybody's still young. Still in their prime. Yes. You got two top, top five, top six players, depending on your preference. To me, I think I love James Harden. I, yeah. I think he's phenomenal. Obviously, he's- KD is KD. Katie's probably the third, second or third best player in the world. Yeah. When healthy, he's probably number two. And yeah. then and then James Harden, I mean, it's for not the only question mark is is Kyrie's mental like get you're gonna be a diva, you're gonna ball out. When he balls out, he's, he's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's but it's gonna be fun, man. This this stretch of the playoffs especially is gonna be thank God. I, I just can't believe the football season is already over, bro. I feel like yeah. it just started. That's how it feels, man. I'm honestly surprised that they got through a full season, like with this COVID stuff. So many players, you know, the offensive line and defensive line are looking at each other, breathing on each other the whole freaking time. I'm surprised Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they only had like a minor amount of cases, but it hasn't been it hasn't been that bad. That's what it's about. <laughs> like, fuck that. We got to make this money, man. The NFL generates so much money. That's what it is. Too much money. Yeah. That's what it, yeah. Come on, man. For these cities. And the biggest sports thing in in the country. Yep. Right. Well, the, they got the Super, yeah. Super Bowl tomorrow. The halftime show is going to be the weekend with his new face. And uh, we'll see. <laughs> it should be fun, man. Well, uh, I'm down to do an elimination chamber. Yeah, uh, I'll recap whenever that happens, and then you know I, I'll, I'll tune into the pay per views just so I can hop on this thing. Hell yeah, Hell yeah. yeah, man. We'll get you on for Chamber and obviously for the for the Mania show too. Heck yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. Yep. So, with that being said, this was episode fifty three of the Jays Weekend Wrestling Podcast. Whoever you know decides that they want to listen, thank you very much. And if not, just press play in anyway so I could get that play. And um. <laughs> <laughs> SD Podcast Channel, SDblog.com, Johnnypodcaster.com. That's where you catch all the shows. If you just want to listen in my beautiful voice, you can just go to the Johnnypodcaster.com. However, we have other great shows over on the SD podcast as well. Check out the guys' Super Bowl pre- preview show that they did this past week, um, as well as all the other shows that are on the site. Catch me on any podcast outlet imaginable. My show is everywhere, so it's no excuse. Um, <laughs> so like I said, this was episode 53. My man, Izzy, thank you for jumping on, brother. Like I said, we'll yes, have sir. you on for 
the Chamber and Mania shows. Looking forward to it. And um, yeah, catch everybody next week. And we are yeah. out. Thank you very much. Peace. podcast channel the perfect channel for any style of podcast we have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs if you would like to start a podcast you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com we are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel and the topic could be anything you want so contact us now so let's say you're into yoga or pilates or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me either way you know being flexible is key to doing what you love That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.